there's one guy That's in the room, if there's answer. one guy in the room says he can do it, you let him do it because nobody else in the room can do it. That is not the, <laughs> the best way to go about I'm that. Totally kidding. <laughs> hey, this guy wants to cut him open. Did, he's the only one who's willing to do it. Like, no, <laughs> no, wait for the ambulance. Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You found us here. You love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Just, Just Like, like heaven. heaven. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure you follow, uh, subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave reviews. Those are so important for you know more people being able to find us. And um, if you want to reach out, at Romcom Rewind on Instagram and on TikTok, we had a message from Megan saying, just found you guys and you keep me going when I have to clean the house after my kids are in bed. Thank you. She says, I don't know if you'd consider these rom-coms, but Meet Joe Black. We actually just talked about that the other day. We did. <laughs> because th- there are some similar themes to this movie. Anyway, she also said the Brothers Bloom both are hilarious and so stinking romantic when the traditional rom-com well runs dry. Megan also wants to hear the wedding date. Of course, yes. yes Everyone wants to hear We are on it. Book. Yeah. I feel like I need to set notifications when that movie goes on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, one of those, any streaming service. I feel like I want to get a notification saying, it's here. It's here. You can watch it it now. It will be like Christmas Day. Same with About Time. Yes. Um, (laughs) This week, though, Just Like Heaven. It's a 2005 romantic comedy fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy fantasy. Interesting. Probably because there's a spiritual element to it. Totally, totally. It's directed by Mark Waters. Mark has nailed some high-profile movies in the past. He has directed Mean Girls. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which, low-key, a little peek behind the curtain. We do try to plan our movies like a couple weeks out. And we missed the boat on Mean Girls because there, there's that date in Mean Girls. There's like Mean Girls Day, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, October 3rd. Right. He asked me what day it was and I told him it was October 3rd. So now we got to <laughs> wait a whole like nine months before we <laughs> yes. do Mean Girls again because you got to do it on the day. You have to. Um, Mark Waters also did uh, Freaky Friday. Oh, wow. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. No way. Okay, this guy is like rom-com royalty a little, a little bit. bit a, little a little bit a little bit just like heaven is the story of elizabeth masterson played by reese witherspoon she's a a young um i think she works in emerge she's a physician at a hospital in san francisco she's kind of trying to climb the career hospital ladder and then we also have david abbott played by mark ruffalo now, when we meet David, he is searching for apartments, and he ends up renting out this beautiful apartment in San Francisco, only to be rudely interrupted by Elizabeth Masterson chastising him and trying to chase him out of the apartment. But is that person really Elizabeth Masterson? I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to keep it a little bit mysterious in terms of the plot, because if I just tell you like the first five minutes, that, that's like the thing of the movie. What are your thoughts on Just Like Heaven? <laughs> You've been here 26 hours. Go home. All right, I'll have you know I'm completely capable of meeting men on my own. Is there anything I can do to make you feel more comfortable today? Marry me? Let's decrease his morphine drip. You're so lucky that all you have to worry about is work. It's just a month-to-month sublet. Some kind of tragedy in the family. What are you doing? 
Hello? So what kind of encounter did you have? Encounter? There's nothing worth stealing here. I live here. You can't live here because I live here. Hey! Are you seeing things that aren't quite real to you? No way, you don't exist. It's one of those dreams and you know you're dreaming. Get out! Another one, my, my. It's good. Okay, I will admit the first little bit, I was like, what is going to happen here? Because I, I have seen this movie before, and I was just I couldn't really remember what it was about. And then, of course, you know, the first five minutes happened. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's right. Oh, my gosh. She's now going to haunt him for the rest of time in this apartment. Um, Sarah's also been obsessed with Grey's Anatomy, like just binge watching it. So, like, the first five Non-stop. minutes is basically Grey's Anatomy. It and is. then. Um, an event happens that's pretty key to the movie. Yeah, yeah. So the the first little bit was a little bit slow, but then after it picked up. And I mean, I love Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo, so it was great. Uh-huh. No? I, okay, I agree with you. I think your enjoyment of Just Like Heaven yes. is entirely predicated on do you enjoy Reese Witherspoon and yes. do you enjoy Mark Ruffalo? Yes. I think the plot, though, had... It had some good substance. No. No? No. Okay. I completely disagree. Why? Why? Okay, we haven't even really gotten into it. <laughs> she Okay, so she gets into, she's on her way after her shift, on her way to a date that her sister has set her up with. Doesn't know the guy. It's a blind date. She's going there for dinner. Cool. She's at, This is Elizabeth Masterson, yeah. and she's at the hospital. She's right at the now. hospital. She's working a merge. Yeah, you know, doing after all that shift. Stuff. Yeah. Going to her, going to a blind date at her sister's. Yeah. And on her way there, she gets into a car accident and ultimately becomes a spirit. Yeah. Well, she gets into a car accident and then the next thing we see is Mark Ruffalo searching for apartments. Yeah. And then he ends up renting out the apartment that her spirit is inhabiting. Yeah. Also, her... uh, Sorry. And everything I just said is the only interesting things about this movie. That is not true. (laughs) There's not true. That is, there's a lot. His real estate agent is a total dud. Is that the same woman who plays in the, in the TV show Friends as uh, Joey's, Joey's uh, agent. No, no it's but not. But I it's, totally get yes, that vibe, vibes, though. Great, right? great call. Totally. But yeah, what did you think about the movie? I was going to say, we kind of went through the first 10 minutes and now we're back to our thoughts. But I think like many movies, it's about the story or it's about the writing or there's a big co-starring cast. or There, there are like many different things that you can enjoy about a movie. It's the chemistry, you know. And just like heaven, it's it's literally just these two people. That's the entirety of the movie. It's Reese Witherspoon in like a really classic Reese Witherspoon role. Yeah. And it's Mark Ruffalo just being Mark Ruffalo. Like that is the purest form of a Mark Ruffalo right there. I do find his like sometimes the the um the characters that he plays are a little like rough. Get it, Ruffalo? Like rough, wow. a little like rough around the edges. You know, just kind of kind of gruff. Ah. Wow, you're really. What are other synonyms for rough and? Well, no. What rhymes with ruffalo? Gruff. Gruff. Grizzly. But he is. He's a little bit like. Sometimes I find some of the roles he plays are just like he's such a a bump on a log and like just so like sad or mopey. He's so mopey yes. in a lot. Like I'm thinking like you know Marvel. He's. I was gonna say he even plays the Hulk, but and like as Bruce Banner, he's yes, mopey. And when he's yeah. Bruce Banner, when he's not the Hulk, because he's so pissed off because he truly is the Hulk. And when he's Bruce Banner, when he finally gets his body back after being the Hulk for so long, 
he's like so mopey and i'm like dude and then i'm trying to think about like 13 going on 30 he was so mopey listen to what you're saying right now you're trying to defend this movie but no, you no, just no, no, talked no, no, for no, no. two minutes about how boring he is no 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 he's not boring I, I still love him. I really think he's really attractive. I like him, but this Mark movie kind of bored me. I was no, bored. I don't think so, because I think he comes out of his shell. He really, really turns around, oh like makes a turning God. point. And you know who does that? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Masterson helps him become a better man. <sighs> God. All right, let's jump into this movie. We're, we're through the first 10 minutes. There's a car crash, and then we're, we're seeing... David. Yeah. So David sublets the apartment that Elizabeth normally rents out because she has passed on she becomes a spirit and her family is only renting it out or subletting it month by month he's kind of a mess he uh, he's drinking beers watching some old videotapes on the tv and then all of a sudden elizabeth is there so what it seems in the flesh yelling at him for not using a coaster and to get out of her apartment and then all of a sudden she just disappears so he's kind of freaked out, I think, at this point. He's like, who is this woman? And, of course, she herself is, like, a, like very erratic in the sense that she is like, who is this person in my apartment? And this is the point where we do, in fact, find out that um, that this is Elizabeth's par- apartment that, sh- that she used to live in prior to her accident. Let me ask you, has anything uh, dramatic happened to you recently? Like what? I don't know, like dying, maybe? How dare you say that to me? Okay, calm down. Get your hands off Whoa. of me, you pervert! Calm down. I, I'm not. I'm not here to hurt you. I, I'm, I'm trying to help you face the fact that you are. I'm not dead. Look around you. There should be a bright light nearby. There's a light. Walk into the light, Elizabeth. There is no light. I am not dead. I think I would know if I was dead. So he goes to a bookstore. Guess who decides to help him? Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so nice to see him. The most interesting thing about this movie. No, it is not the most interesting part of this movie. Although I have to say, I wish he was in more. More movies or yes. in this movie more? More movies. Yeah, what happened to him? He, I don't know. Like but... after Napoleon Dynamite, he did like a lot of stuff a really things. quickly. And yeah. then we all, we're all like, eh, I'm kind of okay with this guy now. I have to agree. I think he did too much too fast, you know? Oh, no, I don't think so. Like, I I think Napoleon Dynamite is a true hidden gem. Like, the movie? Yes. It's not a hidden gem. It's like, everybody loves it. It's not hidden. Well, it's hidden. Vote for Pedro. (laughs) You you can still get those t-shirts. At first, I watched it. I thought it was the dumbest movie ever. Like, I was like, why am I watching this? But then, time and time again, I just, like, I can't get enough of this movie. This movie is gold. So before Napoleon Dynamite, he basically did nothing. Napoleon Dynamite happens. <laughs> and he blew up. And then he's in Just Like Heaven, The Benchwarmers, oh, the School bench for warmers. Scoundrels, yes. Blades of Glory. Oh my God, that's right. He was like literally the lead in Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell. Yeah, When in Rome. I oh feel my God, like I yes. know that. Yep, yep, yep. And literally, he did all that in like a span of five years. Okay. And then he just started doing like music videos, TV shorts. Yeah, he's doing like nothing. He's in he's in some series. He's got to be worth like fifteen mil. Fifteen mil? Yeah, that's my guess. How much is he worth? Okay, let's let's find out. I'm excited. Ah, uh-huh, he's got a net worth of ten million dollars. Mm, Sarah, was close. I was close. It's not bad. It's not bad. So Napoleon Dynamite's in this, and he's like, he "Hey, is. David, I'm gonna help you get rid of that. Yeah, that ghost man, the spirit." So David brings in all these different kinds of people from different cultures to get rid of the spirits. And like, that must be a lot of money to bring all those different people into his apartment to get rid of 
you know, there's sage burning, there's priests in there, there's just like a whole bunch of different things to try and get this spirit that's haunting him. Ghostbusters as well. That is really, really funny. I died at that, especially because... It's Elizabeth one of the police officers standing. from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Yes, and especially because at the time that the Ghostbusters are saying, oh my God, we caught it. We caught it under this like dome. And like... Dead! We got it! All set, sir. We have the spirit. Ooh, a better dish. You sure? Oh, definitely. I have him right here. All the while, Elizabeth is standing right beside David, just hanging out. And that I did find really, really Yeah, funny. so for David, he can see her as if she's like, Reese Witherspoon is standing beside me here. Yeah. And she's talking to him. So then he finally asks Napoleon Dynamite. And I'm going to call him Napoleon Dynamite. Sure. I know his name is not Napoleon well. Dynamite. Um... But he agrees that like he and this is like our second inkling. So first off, we don't really see that. um, We don't really see the car crash and what happens to her after the car crash. And then the second piece is that her family's only renting out the sublet month by month and not for longer periods of time. And the third thing is when Napoleon Dynamite comes and sits on the couch at Elizabeth and now David's apartment. He he agrees with Elizabeth when she says that. I don't think I can help you. This is one of the most alive spirits I've ever been around. She's not going anywhere. What do you mean? I agree with her, dude. She's not dead. And so that's kind of like your third inkling. So you're like, okay, is there something like, you know, foreshadowing in the in the mix here? Like what's happening? Yeah, I did not have that inkling at all. Oh no. Okay, well I did. I picked <laughs> up on these things. You picked up on it, cool. <laughs> Okay, so can we talk about the possession scene at the bar? Yeah, that was kind of funny. I think that was hilarious because oh, I really? will be honest, I cannot watch scary movies worth my life. You know this, Devin. And so this is the most adorable yes. PG yes. version of a possession. I was so happy. I was like, yes. And okay, and I say this because last week we were watching The Witcher and there was, it wasn't a possession, but there was like, a, a monster on it that was really, really creepy, and I had a nightmare. You so, are the most vanilla in terms of scary, like. I know. But yes, it was like the least scary possession. But it was really funny. It was. I liked this scene. This was like up for my best scene. So she finally comes to terms. She is in fact a ghost because she can possess him, and she forgets who she is. And this is kind of where the big piece of the movie comes in. We are going to find out who Elizabeth Masterson. At this point, she doesn't have a name because she can't remember it. <laughs> We who, don't know she's who Elizabeth she is. Masterson. Who she is. We're going to yeah. go find out. So David helps her find out, which again, like I I think he just wants to get rid of her. Like, move on with your life, ghost. Yeah, so they start asking her around if anybody knew her. She still can't, she can't figure anything out about her life. But they walk by a restaurant and they walk inside and some guy falls in the restaurant and becomes unconscious. And she feels a calling, she says. Oh, this is my best scene. Hold okay, on, hold okay, on. Okay, okay, well then you dive into it. This is actually a good scene in the movie is David doing the minor surgery in the restaurant. It is, with I like this scene. Lizzie's direction. Because like Elizabeth is learning that she is a doctor. Like you said, she felt the call. The call. Um, so when they're investigating for this mis- mission and this guy collapses... Elizabeth starts feeding David, you know, the lines for what to do, like get some vodka, get like a a, a knife or something. We got to get a straw. We got to poke him like we got to cut into his ribs or whatever. Nobody else can see her. And the comedy of this is that it appears like David is talking to himself this whole time while like doing minor surgery. No, but I can if I press down. 
What are you doing? Does he feel bloated? Mm, I think so. Think what? Tell them you're gonna need a sharp paring knife and a bottle of vodka. I'm gonna need a sharp paring knife and a bottle of vodka. Ivan? Yeah, I got it. What's wrong with him? It's attention pneumothorax. I think it's attention pneumothaxer. Pneumothorax. Pneumothaxer. Pneumothorax. Pneumothorax. Never mind. Never mind. But what is it? The air is escaping out of the his lungs into his chest. The air is escaping out of his lungs into his chest. Open his shirt. Open his shirt. No, you do it. I'll do it. Which there's no way people would actually let that happen. Why? Imagine if I am talking to myself like, okay, all right, what do you think I should do? I think I should cut her open. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking himself. I don't think that guy knows what he's doing. He may be talking himself through the process. Yeah, he is. And we can hear the whole thing. That's frightening. Why is that frightening? Don't cut into Bob. He is thoroughly making sure he's checking all the boxes as he goes through the process. He was chugging vodka, Sarah. There is no way that man should be cutting into something. Well, was anyone else in the room going to help? I would not let the guy talking to himself well, cut into somebody. You know, if there's one guy That's in the room, if answer. there's one guy in the room says he can do it, you let him do it because nobody else in the room can do it. That is not the <laughs> the best way to go about I'm that. Totally kidding. <laughs> hey, this guy wants to cut him open. Did, he's the only one who's willing to do it. Like, no, <laughs> no, wait for the ambulance. Mark Ruffalo is any- manically talking to somebody and chugging vodka over here. Did anybody even call? The ambulance? Well, the like, ambulance did eventually show up, so somebody must have called. And, I mean, it worked out because, you know, Elizabeth is telling Mark Ruffalo what to do, but, like, as an audience member, if I'm just at that restaurant and this dude is talking to himself and cutting a bob open... They believe him, though. They fully put trust in David Mark Ruffalo. A lot of questionable, questionable thoughts. I there. had no problem with it. I didn't second-guess it. I thought it was funny. Okay, I've got a question. All if right. if you could have one famous person mm-hmm. who's no longer alive mm-hmm. to be a ghost that only you can see, yeah. and just like Elizabeth, this person follows you around, chats with you in this scenario, you know, gives advice. Okay. Who would you want that person to be? Oh, okay. Um Betty White. <laughs> and I and I don't say, and I Yes, Betty White. I, Heck like, yeah. I don't hate it. It's oh just my god, funny I that... love it. Are you kidding wow. me? Wow, Betty White. Heck yeah, follow me around, haunt me. Like, what's she gonna say? She's gonna give me worldly life advice. Oh dear, don't. don't no, she do doesn't that. talk. She doesn't even sound like that. What yeah, are you no, talking she about? You're right. She's a lovely. She was a lovely human being. For my own enjoyment. Yes. I would have been like Stan Lee. <gasps> Stan Lee, you guys he, could come up with new comic books. Well, like he's just such a magical man. He created like these magical really fascinating man. comic book stories. If you don't know, he like he's the brain behind like Spider Man, the Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, X Men, all that all stuff. The, yeah. I I think it would be so like just magical to have somebody. Wouldn't Betty White be magical? A hundred percent. Not as magical as Stan Lee. She's older than sliced bread. But but here's the thing. Then I thought, you know what? Let's be more strategic here, Devin. How do I make money off of a ghost being with me all the time? It's got to be Alex Trebek, right? Oh my he god! He has all the answers <gasps> to every question ever. I'm dying at the at the drop of hat. You think yeah. he would have like he? You think he remembers everything? He hosted the show for like forty years. There's got to be some Boy. knowledge stuck back there somewhere. Oh my god! I feel like he has like so many questions. He doesn't remember anything. <laughs> like he went through so many questions. He doesn't remember the trivia. Interesting. I still pick Betty White though. It's so cool. Nah. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I. Yeah, think. like you would too. 
I, I don't at me. Listen, she literally just passed away. I can't I say know. anything bad about Betty White. No, you, you, you walked me into can't. a corner where, yeah, like... <laughs> her, yes, yes. Her birthday what was on the seventeenth? Yeah, yeah. So they had they they figure out that she is in fact a doctor. Yeah. So and then they go to a hospital. They go to the hospital, and um, one of the nurses on staff. So this is another this is another like little little tidbit, little hint. Um, she says she's not active on the staff right now. Mm-hmm. So you assume. That's a nice way of saying that she's no longer with us. She's no longer with the living. And so my guess in that moment, after all these little tidbits throughout, is that she is in fact in a coma. And that is why the family rents out the apartment month by month. Sarah just spoiled the whole movie. No, I didn't. (laughs) Because not only, yeah, I was going to say, not only two minutes later do we find out she is in fact in a coma. So like when we saw spirit, like, okay, we see that an accident happens. Then all of a sudden Elizabeth's spirit is haunting poor David at the apartment. You think she's dead, right? Yeah. Turns out, no. She's she, After the car accident, it's like three months later, and she's been in a coma this whole time. She has. And while they're there, while David and Elizabeth are there, um, they find out her name. They find out you know, what she was doing, what she used to do, and all of that stuff, who her family is and whatnot. And she tries to put herself back together again to no avail. Um, and he says, why don't you come back to the apartment with me and she says I don't think I can leave my body alone so she stays and then wanders the halls the halls of the hospital and gets to see kind of like an inside scoop of everything that's happened since she's been gone which yeah it's kind of funny I liked this like I liked the like background part of like the hospital it's interesting and when she gets to the hospital Elizabeth like everything snaps back in place she Mm -hmm. remembers who everybody is uh because the hospital is the place that she spent the most time and an underlying theme of this movie is that Mm -hmm. both David and Elizabeth they're stuck they're stuck and they need they need somebody to help them Elizabeth basically made her entire life was her trying to get promoted at the hospital so it makes sense that you know when she went back she remembered everybody because that's where she spends all this time but then we also learn that the person who was up for the promotion against her he is yeah he's a horrible guy a little bit of a d-bag yeah and he is presiding over her in regards to whether we should... Yeah, her end-of-life care. Exactly. Yes, yeah. So that becomes a new wrinkle of, oh, my God, like, Elizabeth is like, oh, my God, my sister is in charge of signing the papers. And she doesn't want to sign the papers, but, like, maybe maybe she's going to sign the papers to have me taken off. And during all of this, like, a little side story is that a neighbor in the, the apartment building has been hitting on David. Yo, she's hot. Is she? Oh, absolutely. What? Is that a question? It is a question because she's dumb as like nails. Irrelevant to whether she's hot or not, Sarah. (laughs) Okay, so intelligence doesn't go in hand in hand with like a a hotness level? It does for me. Yeah, but okay. Like clearly. Oh my God. Clearly. Clearly you think with different different areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you can't fall in love (laughs) with somebody just based on looks, but like, is she? hot she's pretty she's dumb i mean that's obviously like part of it i don't think she's that dumb though are you sure i think she's like i love that she's wearing typical like early 2000s fashion though i died those freaking low-rise jeans again honest to god and then the camp like the um the tank top with the um the zip down sweater yeah like like yeah i i vividly remember wearing these things 2000s hilarious Anyway, the neighbor comes down, 
saying that she was locked out and then just makes herself very at home was sitting on the couch with her low-rise jeans thongs hanging out thong hanging out i died and then goes to the bathroom but instead heads to the bedroom and gets naked and then elizabeth comes back it's so i always wonder what makes her pop up at specific times for David. Can we just say, like, it's clear that this movie was directed by a dude because that scenario never happens. I, like, nobody in my life, no guy has ever met a girl, and then the next day she just shows up at his apartment and gets naked in his bedroom. That's ridiculous. It is very true, yes. But uh, regardless. A man did direct this movie. Elizabeth has shown back up, yes. naked girls in the bedroom. Yeah. And David has no idea what to do. No, and David just pieces out. They actually go on the rooftop, the two of them. Elizabeth well, no, he, and... He tells the girl. Oh, yes, he does. He's, he tells her. Okay, yeah, go. He tells her, he's like, actually, like, I can see a spirit, and we assume she thought he was a little bit crazy at that point, and she left. So they go to the rooftop and they have a heart to heart because you can tell throughout this movie that, again, David is stuck and you don't really understand why, but it's because his wife passed away and mm-hmm. he he doesn't know how to move on. And we're also getting to the point where, you know, when David and Elizabeth meet, they kind of hate each other and through unraveling the mystery of who Elizabeth actually is, they kind of end up liking each other to the point where David said, hey, come come back to the apartment she says, no, I want to be with my body. But we're getting the sense that perhaps a relationship is blooming between the... a spirit and <laughs> a Mark Ruffalo moping yeah. around. A mopey yeah. Mark. A mopey Mark and a, a coma-induced Reese. Yeah. <laughs> Man, match made in heaven. Like <laughs> Truly Cupid moment. Who writes this? Oh, my God, I love it. But I liked it. Like It, it had know. like a little, like it had a good essence of it, you know? a good movie sure sure so then they come up with a plan the sister has the papers the sister has the papers yes so we need to convince the sister that reese her spirit is here yeah her spirit is with mark Mm -hmm. i keep on calling him mark ruffalo david abbott (laughs) can see elizabeth's spirit Mm -hmm. so they hatch a plan Mm -hmm. we're gonna go see the sister yep we're gonna convince her not to sign the papers to have the end of life yeah by Telling her something that only she would know. So let's play out the scene with the sister. Let's say okay. uh, you are a spirit ghost. Mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo is showing up at my house and he's like, dude, Sarah's ghost thing is following me around. Okay. What if you're like the spirit ghost? What do you tell him to say to me so that I, I believe him so that I think he's not lying? Ooh, that's hard. That's really hard. Because it's got to be something so intimate that only really I or a few people know. Yes. Like, yeah. how would Mark Ruffalo know this? Yeah, like your inner circle, like your true inner circle would would be the ones to know this. Oh. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, I won't use this one now, ever. I mean, not that I would be a spirit next to somebody telling somebody else. <laughs> okay. planning so, if you're... Um, <laughs> oh, I can't use this if I'm a spirit. This isn't real life. Okay. Um, I would probably say... Okay. Um, ooh. The fact that I have a pair of underwear with Andy Samberg's face on it. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, God. We put up that poll on our Instagram this week, by yes, the way. Yes, and guess what? Andy Samberg is hot. I don't believe that. I think people are just saying that to spite me. But yes, yeah, you. Um, I don't know how many people know that. That's that's a fun fact. Yes, well, I mean, all of you now know that. All if of you If you didn't now already know. know that. But if yesterday Mark Ruffalo showed up to my house and said, Sarah's ghost is with me and I know that she has a pair of underwear with, wear with Andy Samberg's face on yeah, it, I'd yeah. be like, whoa, oh my God, she is here. Yes. 
I mean, I would follow up with like probably something. But yeah, that would definitely be the lead in. That That's the lead in. Yeah, that's the, the convincer. Yes. Okay. So this is also my best scene. Okay. Yeah. So like it back to the. This truly was chaotic and amazing. Um, They had, you know to Elizabeth's sister house, sister's house. Mark Ruffalo kind of walks them through saying like, you know, you shouldn't have signed those papers. Oh, like terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are we going to do? We need to save her, whatever. This is going to sound really strange to you, but um, oh, no, the no, truth no, no. Is, is that Elizabeth is right here with us right now. She came here with me and she's standing next to you and she's begging you to wait. Right next to me? The sister grabs a knife and chases him out of the house and it just the whole thing was so funny. Well, but he didn't really do it the right way. No, he didn't do it the right way at all. But she also reveals a key thing. Elizabeth's sister is like, it doesn't matter. I already signed the papers anyway. Yes. So, in fact, she has decided to end um, end care for Elizabeth in the hospital. He comes up with this brilliant idea. Brilliant is not what this idea is. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was brilliant at the time. (laughs) Um, Okay. Explain the idea. And then we're going to take okay. 10 seconds to reflect on the idea. Okay, so he decides that um, that she can still come back. They've touched hands. They've had a moment. True. She's real. She can come back. She can get back in her body. Absolutely. All he has to do, though, to make that happen is have more time with her body. So they decide they're going to steal her body. And when I say they, that's Elizabeth David and then David's BFF, who is also a therapist, who is also... An intricate part of, like, he's kind of in and out of the whole story. But anyway. Pause. Yeah. Let's take 10 seconds to digest okay. that. You need, it's a rom-com movie. You need more time with the body. Steal the body. Duh. No. Why? That, you're, that, that feels like a federal felony. That People have done far worse. Like, this is one of the dumbest crimes committed in a romantic comedy, period. No, I don't think so. Ever. No. Uh, I actually have a list of the dumbest, and we can decide where this ranks in. So, All right. to tell the story, David tries, he, he goes with his friends. Mm-hmm. They get into the hospital, yeah. and here's the thing. They do have the cheat code in that Elizabeth is telling them everything to do. Mm-hmm. So anytime they run into trouble, she like explains to him what he should be saying to certain people at certain right. times Love it. to help him out, which is good, but eventually he gets Hilarious. caught. Yes. And in getting caught, he decides, screw this, I'm going to punch that D-bag guy because he's the one who figured it out. He punches him, yeah. grabs the body, they try to escape with the body, security gets called, and then he ends up in this, like, you know, everybody's gathered around. He's hiding. He's holding the body. Yes. Hostage, slightly. I'm definitely holding the, ho- the, mm-hmm. the body hostage. Security's there. Everybody we know from the hospital's there. And what happens? He kisses. Yes. Do we like that part? Does it f- give you flashbacks of Snow White? Be strong. Spoiling me away. No. Stay with me. Oh no, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White. So every Disney princess woken up by a kiss, a first kiss, a first kiss at that. See, in Disney, it's a lot cuter because it's like whimsical, it it's magical. She, is There's it? some magical reason why she's asleep. This is like a clinical. poisoned apple. Yes, this is that's scientific. A, that's a felony. I think that's that's more ridiculous, Having eating a poisoned apple and falling asleep. Are you comparing this movie to Disney animated yes. movies from yes. like oh, the oh, 70s? Oh, oh. Uh, because it's, it's yes. further actually. I think like I think 
I think Sleeping Beauty's what from the 30s, maybe. Oh my god! And then maybe Snow White shortly after, or even before. Um, but you're right. So comparable crimes between animated yes. movies from the 30s, okay, and this 2005 romantic comedy. Sleeping Beauty, she gets like a little pinprick from weaving. That's a bad felony. So like the, the the yeah. David kisses Elizabeth. She wakes up. This actually was really heartbreaking when it happened. It was really heartbreaking. Because she wakes up. Yeah. And this entire movie, we've had David and Elizabeth communicating, even though she's a spirit. Yes. They're they're connecting, and they're really falling in love. And he actually, you know, confesses that to her. And that's why he's stealing the body. Yes. Um, when she wakes up, she has no recollection of who she is. No idea. Of who he is. Of who yes, he is. Yes, yes. Sorry. She doesn't remember him. She kind of says, who are you? And is kind of freaked out. Like, who is this man who, one, stole my body, and I'm sitting in the middle of a hallway with all these people around me? Very bewildering moment. It and does, then it he... Does, yeah, yeah. He just stomps off. Like, he walks past the security guards. Well, he doesn't stomp off. He, he like, just kind of You're meanders right. out. He's mopey Mark Ruffalo, and he's <laughs> moping along. He meanders. He's, he meand, moping <laughs> Mark Ruffalo meanders past the security guards. So, he tried to steal a body. Yes. And then he gets caught, mm-hmm. and he just walks past the security because she wakes up. Well, yeah, because the sister said it was okay. Is this... That, that, that does, doesn't mean it's okay. Uh, love happens. He steals a parrot. Better or worse than that? Uh, This is better. This is better. Yes. Bad teacher. Cameron Diaz is embezzling money from a high school charity (laughs) car wash. Better or worse? Okay, so that's worse, I have to say. (laughs) Because honestly, the entire movie of Bad Teacher, I'm reflecting now, is very bad movie. Wow. Like, no, but like the things (laughs) that happen in that movie... Oh yeah, like she is a bad teacher. It's morally it is really ambiguous. Horrible. Yeah, um, practical magic. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you can argue self defense, absolutely, but they do murder a guy. Yeah, it's yeah the they, the way they covered it up or tried to cover it up. Like, yeah, backfired on. Even them. if it is self defense, you still hit a body, and th- there's got to be some kind of a crime there, better or worse. Like in what way, like better or worse? Like what's the scale like, here? You're doing it right. Is this movie? Is yeah. this crime worse than that crime from Practical no, Magic? No, no. It's not okay. worse. Uh, the proposal. They lied to get her like a green card. She's getting deported. Oh, morally? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah is fair to an extreme measure, so this is a great game. Judge Sarah's here. What's better or worse? Like, is she staying in the country because, like, it's better for her? You know, like, there's no. It's just career. No, I know, I know what it is. I mean, morally, it's not. But like, I think stealing a body again. It's like it's he's successful, but like to a point because it's a failed attempt. So like, I think I think the proposal's worse. What? Yeah, he is stealing a body. That's a human being. Yeah, but he doesn't leave. He gets caught. So Elizabeth is now awake. She's awake, yeah. No recollection of David Abbott, though. Mm-mm, no. And so they kind of go on to live their lives. He moves out of the apartment. and um, But one cool fact that we do find out is that they were actually always supposed to meet. And throughout this movie, you don't understand why Elizabeth is the only person that can that can communicate with David and and vice versa. Well, David's the only one who can see. Correct. Yes. Um, And, you know, potentially even actually touch and they never really truly explain it and they don't understand why this happens. But 
at the near the end of the movie they do, they actually were always supposed to meet. Okay, get me on the gurney, quick. Oh my God, David. I know, she's pretty, right? That's really sweet, but we gotta go. No, that's not it, this is her. This is her, this is the woman I set you up with. This is the woman you stood up that night. I was gonna meet Elizabeth? And she didn't make it either because she had an accident. How did you know her? I'm friends with her sister, Abby. We went out years ago. I knew I'd seen him before. That's JJ. Jack is JJ? What? Yeah. What did you just? No one's called me JJ since college. <laughs> He's older and hairier, but it's him. He's the one who tongued Abby at the wedding? How the hell did you know that? Nobody knows that. It's Elizabeth. Oh my God, she, she really is here, isn't she? I told you. Well, let's get her on the gurney. I don't want them killing Abby's little sister. Thank you. Come on. Okay, be really gentle. <gasps> and they are meant to be. That's cool. I like that. So there is a thing that um, when Elizabeth and David are kind of connecting, maybe midway through the movie, he goes to this, uh, like, estate. And they're walking through, and Elizabeth is remarking of how gorgeous the garden is here. And David says, yeah, like, I actually built this. I I used to have a a landscaping company before my wife passed away. And it was this really emotional thing we kind of learn why Mopey Mark Ruffalo's here is because yeah his wife passed away and that is really horrible and I'm sure that's doing a lot of things to him and that's why his best friend the psychiatrist is a big part of the movie because he's trying to walk him through this but we learn Elizabeth says I've actually dreamed I've dreamt of this place which is weird that she dreamt of this random garden that Mark Ruffalo yeah, built a couple years ago. It but. doesn't really that that was the one piece about the movie that I didn't fully understand. Like, why would she have dreamt about this place that she's never been to? Yeah, before she passed away, like, doesn't, or before she she goes into a coma, like that piece that didn't connect with the rest of the storyline. Otherwise, the story it was a cute, fun movie. Well, the I mean, yeah, it doesn't connect, but it's. I think it's the writer's way of bringing it all back together because Agreed. when Elizabeth gets back to her apartment, she does say like, oh, like it feels different here. And she goes up to the rooftop and it turns out David had built this garden for her. Mm-hmm. It was so pretty. It and, was beautiful. Yeah. And he's still there when she gets up there and she's like, oh my God, do I know you? Like, this is like something from my dreams, blah, blah, blah. And then finally. How do I know you? Maybe from your dreams. Then their hands touch. Yes. And all of a sudden the memories come back. She oh, realizes cool. yeah. that her spirit was connected to him when she was in the coma. And that they were always supposed to be together. And then they kiss. It wasn't a dream. And this boring movie ends. Oh my god, it was not boring <laughs> at all. We on to quick facts. We are. Except for five days of shooting, Reese Witherspoon was in the same outfit, the red shirt and the black suit, for the entire movie. I hope she had different versions of it. Otherwise, it's a lot of time in the same outfit. Lots of sweat. I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I said it like that. The producers bought the rights to the novel without having read the original French book after receiving a proposal with a rough outline of the story. According to the DVD commentary, Elizabeth's apartment rooftop was completely built on stage with CGI for the San Francisco skyline. The Russian title for this movie is Between the Sky and Earth. It's very literal. Very compelling. (laughs) The name of this movie comes from The Cure's song from their 1987 album, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. 
During some scenes and rehearsals, director Mark Waters had Mark Ruffalo wear an earpiece to receive his lines from Reese Witherspoon, who was not on the set, replicating the situation depicted in the movie, where David has to rely on Elizabeth's messages to the others who can't see nor hear her. Oh my God, that's really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Co-screenwriter Leslie Dixon suggested using the apartment where she used to live for shooting. She also was the one who suggested John Heater play the role of Daryl, so Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) The wedding video David is watching when he first encounters Elizabeth is actually that of an assistant of one of the filmmakers. When Elizabeth asks David about the girl Daryl told him he had to let go of, David responds that her name was Laura. Reese Witherspoon's full name is Laura Jean Reese Witherspoon. Director Mark Waters chose to use a real cable car instead of a prop cable car, so when the realtor follows David across the street to Elizabeth's apartment, she runs across the tracks in her heels to avoid the cable car. Three actors in this movie were in Freaky Friday from 2003, also directed by Mark Waters. Two actors from this movie also starred in Marvel movies. Mark Ruffalo starred as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Incredible Hulk, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Additionally, Donald Logue, starred as Quinn in Blade in 1998 and Mac in Ghost Rider in 2007. Honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable mention is Napoleon Dynamite. And where did he go? Yeah, that's the only right choice. I like the best friend, the psychiatrist, too. Mm. He's fun. He's in other stuff, too. Low-key, like, side character stuff. Yeah, he's he's one of those faces that you're like, ah, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. I know that guy from a thing. I actually looked it up. He's in the TV show Vikings, actually. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. I did not know that. What's his name? No idea, okay. because he's got one of those faces. I'm like, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> what should have been? We should have had, I think... A better car crash reveal like so so here here's my thought i don't think we should have seen the car crash i think we should have met elizabeth she's a hospital worker do the seven minutes of gray's anatomy and then all of a sudden we fast forward three months and i think it would have been a really cool reveal to find out whoa oh my god she's in a coma and then find out about the car crash don't show me the car oh, crash you know okay. what i mean no i like that because you know what then you don't really know why she's there how long she's been there or like you know is she just the ghost that haunts Bingo. the apartment or like is she like actually a human being that's in a coma it's a little bit more of a mystery right because i knew that there it's was like the Nancy car crash Drew on the case yeah like, it, like, like when it. you you guessed it like oh she's in a coma yeah if yeah, it was just I a did. spirit that showed up and is hanging mm-hmm, out with mark mm-hmm. ruffalo i'd be like okay like i don't understand what's happening i here. feel like i thought i just saw her in a hospital mixing like this with like you know casper the ghost yeah we don't know exactly what happened right right until you see the body and you learn yeah yeah i think i think that could have made this no i like better. that yeah. i like that okay that that makes me ponder and overall rewatchability so my rewatchability is chemistry, 2.5. Storyline, 2. Thirst factor, 2. Imagination, 3.4. I didn't mind it. You know what? I've noticed there aren't that many ghost rom-coms. No, there's not. There's like a literal ghost. Um, ghost of Girlfriend's Past. That's basically it. Soundtrack, giving it a 4. The yeah, two yeah. versions of Just Like Heaven I liked. Yeah. Cheese. A two. Okay. I'm sorry. When he like Disney princess kisses her in the. Ugh, oh my well, God. that's why I asked. Like, did you like that vibe of like a Snow White's no. Sleeping Beauty thing? No, I didn't. Wake up, you know. 
Yeah. For an overall score of 2.65 out of 5. Wow. Yeah. That's low. Not, and you know what, though? Like, we're allowed to have differing opinions. Oh, you can watch absolutely. this movie and love it. I thought, uh, meh. You okay. Know? What are you're, your, you're allowed. What's your scores? Uh, okay, so my scores are as follows. Chemistry, 3.25. Storyline, 3.45. Okay. Because like you said, there's not a ton of ghosty rom-coms. <laughs> Thirst Factor, 4. Because Mark Ruffalo and Reese Witherspoon, super attractive. Mm. Imagination, 3.95. Because again, there's not a ton on the market. Soundtrack, 4. Because it was good. Cheese, 2. For an overall score of 3.4. I don't understand your thirst factors. Like, where is is Mark Ruffalo in your mind? Mm-hmm. Like a very attractive actor. Um, like I really like him, and he, I think he's attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, at a ten, give him like a. Like I think he's more attractive than Steve Carell. <laughs> okay. I mean, Steve Carell's not a. No offense, Steve, but like <laughs> Kevin Bacon's more attractive than Steve Carell. So like he you is know, not. Oh my god, I can't. The, even right now this like t-ball I, we're playing this here. is ridiculous <laughs> and this has been the rom-com rewind of just like heaven if you're listening to us on spotify throw us a follow subscribe on apple podcasts uh leave reviews and if you uh want to reach out at rom-com rewind on instagram and on tiktok what's our next movie desperado oh my god the new one the new netflix the new one, one on uh, netflix yeah, yeah. okay I, I can hit that sure 